Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, I'm done with those. It was fun for a bit, but now we're not doing it anymore. You little scutch. <laughs> you scutchiest scutch of all scutches. Listen, I may be turning 44 years old in less than an hour on the East Coast, but I am still a giant child. Look, um, it's important I'm not, to say I'm not a giant Sean, I'm not Sean Ross Sapp. Sean Ross Sapp is... Uh, also a giant child because he decided to go watch the Bengals on Monday Night Football. He did. Uh, he's a season oh. ticket holder, baby. Yeah, yeah. No, it's one of those things of like, hey, when I when I have the money and I can do whatever I want when I'm an adult, I'm gonna buy season tickets to my favorite football team, and even if they suck, I'm gonna go to every single game. Yeah, and so that's what he's doing. Good for him. Um. And this with me, as always, is Denise Salcedo. Wait a minute. No, it's not. It's Kate. Uh, I, I Listen, I am such a, a scooch, a scamp, if you will, that I decided to. I'm Denise. <laughs> I'm all adorable and tidy and cute and good at my job and normal. <laughs> <laughs> adorable and tiny and cute and good at my job. And unlike, normal. let's say, us. Because we are not, as evidenced by this. Um, it's me, it's Alex and Kate, and we're going to talk about Raw, which was a roller coaster of an episode. But I will remind you that for now, this is your Raw review for Monday, September 25th, one day 
before this guy's birthday, which we will get to see the turn of at midnight here on the stream in all likelihood. But get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats at humperchats.com. We'll also remind you to leave a thumbs up on this video if you would be so kind. It helps people find us on the algorithm. And Lord knows I ain't pulling Denise Salcedo number. So the more you guys can help us out, the better. We appreciate it as always. We'll also invite you to subscribe to Fightful Select, which now has annual billing. Get it all out of the way with that once to get a nice little discount in there. Uh, head over to FightfulSelect.com. Tons of news going up on Fightful Select mm -hmm. as always. A lot of contract news, mm -hmm. a lot of extra details about some not-so-fun stuff with the releases. Uh, we never, ever, ever have the names of who was released paywall. That feels gross, but sometimes yeah. there's contextual things that are behind the paywall there. Sean does bonus streams. He's been doing a lot of those late-night streams. Um, and bonus episodes of all sorts of stuff, including pay-per-view post shows with the two of us behind the paywall. And normally this show is behind the paywall on Monday nights. So if you like what you see, if you want an alternative to the people that we were pretending to be in the beginning, join us on Fightful Select. We have so much fun back there. We have our own canon. It's gotten out of control, but we have an absolute blast. <laughs> uh, and subscribe on, on this YouTube channel as well. I know we ask a lot of you guys at the beginning of these shows, but... What you mean is we have our own through line of a story or lore. We but have when lore, you said, we, yeah. we have our own cannon. I thought you <laughs> meant like a very large gun that shoots big balls and like massive, giant, Maurice purse size nice balls. balls. Those, we do not have a cannon that shoots these out of it. If we did, though, I'm fairly sure I'd be on several FBI's most wanted lists because I would, <laughs> I would just shoot that everywhere. Um, oh, yeah. Listen, um, we uh, we 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 do a thing. You're you're gonna love it, or you very likely are gonna hate it. But if you're here, <laughs> hang out with us. It's fun. Um, I will say the last two times we've stepped in for Raw, this yeah. one had a really really strong first hour. Yeah. A not so great and, and, middle and then hour. You, then, you, then you jinxed it. I did. And the third hour I felt like was a little bit mixed. It was a very Goldilocks episode. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. the last one we did was actually not the worst either. So we're not as sour as we might be. Yeah. But this this was like, I feel like anytime I end up doing raw reviews on the main for some reason, I'm like, this is yeah. such a reminder of how difficult it is to book a three-hour wrestling show. Like, mm -hmm. it just feels like it's impossible to get away from parts of it where the episode is going to feel thin, but we're going to talk about all of it. Um, we're for, we do puns on Tuesday nights and that's a really fun way to, for us to get a few extra people like to send in the, the chat money to, uh, and, and, and put in puns. Share their pun so, of choice. so on, on account of, uh, Kate's newfound, uh, identity, uh, vegetarian, veg, veggie, ve veg, vegetable puns, vegetable veg puns, Vegetable puns. We've done meat puns several times and gotten a good response out we of it. We have. We're and doing Nia, veggie, we're, now we're doing Nia veggie puns. did say squash a lot in the middle of this. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. I mean, we listen, do we had. Puns. We'll we, do all the we had, at some point. We did have two big meaty men slapping meat. I don't know what, what's did. the opposite of that for vegan. Well, it's not. See, big meaty men slapping meat is not a byproduct of animal suffering, it's a byproduct of human wrestling enjoyment. So uh, I think that. It still mm -hmm. falls under the vegan category. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
No, no animals were harmed in the big beady men slapping meat. Very good. <laughs> uh, Hunter Tillman se sending in this particular uh, Humper chat on the worst possible day. Hi, Sean. Off topic. But what did you think of Doja Cat's new album, Scarlet? And what would you say is your favorite song off of it so far? We're going to um, talk for 10 minutes about this Doja Cat album that probably neither of us have listened to. I, so she is I, quite good. I don't know who that is. You don't know I'm who Doja I'm, is? I'm 44 years old. I have no idea. Is that a recording artist of some kind? Yeah, she's actually it, quite good. Is it an actual cat? It's not because, an actual cat, unfortunately. All right, well then I'm I'm out. I'm done. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I'm sorry. Sean's obsessed with her. She's actually pretty good, but I yeah. do get her and Dua Lipa confused all yeah. the time. All well, the see time. the the thing the thing, Hunter. It's it's definitely not. You're not dumb, Kate. Like like Kate and I are here. Uh, a week ago, Sean was like, "Hey, can you fill in for me? I'm going to the Monday Night Football game," and we both forgot out about it until this afternoon. So, um, no, I remembered. Speak you remembered? Yourself. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I, well, I, I just, I just set up the broadcast. So I was in my calendar. <laughs> but we can, <laughs> let's just make something up. What was your favorite track, Alex? Um, Bingo Bango Bongo. Gosh, I love that tune. Wow. You could have just been like, I liked the third one. <laughs> no, I made, I made it up. I'm, I'm, I made it up. Uh, <sighs> Listen, everybody who's older than me and knows who Doja Cat is, that's great. Do you have any connection to the world of pop music? Because I do not. I don't listen to it at all. The, the Listen, I was listening to Dan Fogelberg today and just and loving every minute of it. Is he that's, the... That's how old I am. Is okay? he the me on, on the, on the inside. No. No. No, no that's not. Who's Dan that's Fogelberg? Not. Dan leader Fogelberg, of the band. Who's leader that? of the band. That's right. Okay, I got it. Leader of the band. Yeah. Listen, I I am forty three in actual years. On the inside, I am a sixty eight year old woman. But also a child. Yes, but also a child. <laughs> so we're um, getting a lot into identities. You're calling me being vegan an identity thing. Listen, we should probably talk about things. Rob. I mean, they they Sean hates it when we do this. Um, well, then he should show up to work and not football games because we right. are out of our minds. Right. <laughs> right. Um, <clears throat> Ricardo the Firefly says, happy birthday, friend. Thanks for everything. No, thank you, Ricardo the Firefly. You've been with the SGS since, since near the beginning, if not the actual beginning. Meet Norma says, happy birthday, Alex. May Gabagool be with you and with your spirit, sir. Um, absolutely. Um, uh, Ryan Ben 666 says, all tonight needed was Johnny War Games. Chaotic. We need, we need some Johnny something. That's for sure. We'll Johnny, talk about where are you? We'll talk about that. He's missing an actor. Johnny, Cody. miss you. Yeah. Um, so Cody starts out because he he's he's got to talk about that Jey Uso, don't you know? Um, there was uh, the scuttlebutt. The rumors on the web were that um, that they're planning something for Cody. With Omos, and they still might be, but uh, he attacked him at a house show over the weekend, and I was like, "Hope the adversity has gone out of control." <laughs> if 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 you're saying like, "Man, how do we show how much adversity the adversity that this man is going through before we can give him back to Roman again sometime in 2025?" We have to have him. He's already gone through Brock. He's already squashed Dom twice. Uh, what what else is there to do but go through a literal giant? 
I mean, and, I would argue Gunther, but no, 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 because no, no, not no, no, not good things, Kate. They're they are firmly against good things happening. So, um, uh, no, it's it's uh, we have to be, people were like, oh my god, it's Omas, and so I, I fully expected MVP to interrupt Cody Rhodes out of nowhere and bring happen. out Omas, and that did not happen. Something really good happened, I thought. Yeah, it 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 it, it did not happen. Um, uh, remember what happened. <laughs> this is this has felt like the longest possible episode of uh, of Raw because well, the first we had hour the, it, was really good, starts, and then the last two hours did just just dragged. Felt yeah. Um. Well, he I liked him saying we're not in the bottom of the third inning anymore. I thought that well, was really good, yeah. and. I don't it think does... you get to. De- I don't think you get to decide that, Cody. No, but I don't think he says it unless maybe there is some plan in place. The so he kind of indicated that he's going to be going to SmackDown finally, right? That this kind of this somebody he said somebody's going to be going to SmackDown, and then Adam Pierce later was on the phone and was like, "No, I don't know who it is yet." So I mean, it's got to be this guy. It has to be. there's it it has to be especially if you're going to send him out there to say things like that uh which is the right call now i don't have faith that they'll do this because i think they want roman to drop the title at wrestlemania however the thing that would make the most sense would be for him to drop the title at royal rumble to cody and then assuming the rock is going to be there fight the rock separate of the right. titles it's yeah. it's not needed i don't have faith they're gonna do that and no, i get they're, it they're you, definitely not gonna do that no. you have the rock you're gonna want him to show up at wrestlemania you've had this mm-hmm. title on this guy forever you're gonna want him mm-hmm. to probably drop it on the biggest stage that there is mm-hmm. um so i get it but if they're building to something around that where cody's coming back that that makes sense and it also makes sense from the just like trade value standpoint i guess of like you've been talking about this man they've been operating without that draft pick for like a month at this point you gotta send yeah. someone over there soon <laughs> yeah so. like a, a player to be named later but like how it's much like later? way later how yeah. much later because that's a long time um uh but, but this was good but... I, I love when cody sounds like a human being and he sounded right. like a human being in a lot of the right. segment i get frustrated when he sounds like a presidential candidate robot like yeah. But I feel like he gets in that mode when his creative doesn't really make sense. And he's had a really long stretch where his creative hasn't made sense. So yeah. when he has something to kind of sink his teeth into is when he shines the brightest. And I, I thought this was a better promo from him than we've been seeing in my opinion. Right. Yeah. Um, he's got, um, uh, he gets interrupted by the judgment day who are, are, are gonna, are gonna you know, come after him. But then, uh, then, then Jey Uso comes out. Why he, are they? He's, he's, uh, we're, I'm gonna. We're, then, then, so, so he's got backup because Jay's his friend. And then, then, out comes Sammy and Kevin. And then it's four on three. And then, um, uh, and then JD McDonuts comes out with two chairs. Because the because it's four on three, so the judgment day decides they're gonna back down, be little wuss puss cowards. Um, and then JD McDonuts comes out and says, No, now it's even, it's four on four. Gosh, I wonder what else kind of match might have four on four coming up in a couple of months. But anyway, um, 
He says, I it's four on four, and I brought the equalizers. I brought advantages. We've got chairs. And JD McDonough says, Hey, Finn Balor, you want to get in the ring and let's go beat him up with chairs? And Finn says, Absolutely. And Dominic says, I'm just along for the ride, guys. I'll do whatever you say. And Damian Priest is like, No, we were supposed to be wuss puss cowards. Come on, guys. I'm in charge while Rhea's in Australia. And I say, Wuss puss cowards is the way of the day. He says, oh, geez, now I got to get in the ring and help you guys out. But wait a minute. By the time I got down there, the three on four didn't go so well for our guys. Guess I should have gone down there with them when they went. And then it would have been a fair fight, but we had the chairs. But because he waited so long, by the time he got down there, his three friends were kicked out of the ring. So then it was one on four. And then later he has the nerve to blame J.D. McDonuts for it. Listen, this is how bad the creative is surrounding the Judgment Day. They are having Damian Priest do things that make me actively side with J.D. McDonuts. I don't want to be, but I have to be objective and call him as I see him. So with all of this, nobody can bring multiple chairs any, anywhere like my my Zack Sabre Jr. fandom is such that if you're not wearing an entire suit of chairs and yelling about it, I'm I have very little interest. But he not only even the numbers game, he gave them the advantage with his chairs. So God bless yes, you, JG, if you don't it. Um, this just it's not for it's not for me. We've we discussed this week after week because they give us the same thing week after week. Now I do think it's important that if you're going to have group dissension, there's people that are smart and that there's people that are not smart. Right. And then there's people that both seem kind of smart but have different vantage points. So Damian Priest saying, "What would what is the point of doing this now?" In my opinion, he was like, "What what do we have to gain from this right now? Mm. Um, this makes no sense. We're not getting involved." And then JD McDonough saying. Let's scrap, man. I'm here. I got chairs. I'm here to even out. So I, I do appreciate and that about it. Um, I, I just don't like overbooking. I don't like Jeff Jarrett. I don't like House of Torture New Japan. I don't like um, these yeah. rather leather rinse repeat things. And especially when this comes on the heels of, and we've talked about this ad nauseum on Select. So sorry if this is repetitive for people, but like we have had for so long in WWE already an overbooked stable that has all the gold in it already and now it just feels like you've done that but made it team spooky like i we already saw this with the bloodline all of the gold being centralized and there being overbooked matches and interference and all these things and that's kind of still going on now you've mm -hmm. just moved that to raw and you have badass rhea ripley leading it so i guess like i get that but <laughs> i do feel like i just watched this right so um yeah. It's repetitive within itself, and it's also repetitive within creative, in, in my opinion. Um, I uh, I honestly did like, like I think that that they're having uh, Damian Priest do some stuff, but I'm like, okay, whatever. But I do think he's he's doing the best he can with this. And there's a, the moment where he's like, "You caused me to take a beating. You're out of the judge. You are never in the Judgment Day. You're not going to be in the Judgment Day. Get the hell out. I don't care who's." friend you are that was the one thing i was like i wanted finn to be like in the moment because this all to me also makes finn look bad i wanted finn to be like he's my friend and if he's out i'm out too and then dom would be like but guys ria's not here i don't know what to do guys because that would make me feel better if he was like that um but i honestly i thought that he him doing that to jd made sense 
Finn not sticking up for JD in the moment didn't. So like that's a weird thing is they they're really good sometimes about giving certain members of a faction like a, a sensical thing to do and then the people are good at that but then they give a nonsensical thing to, for somebody else to do or in this case to not do and it kind of like makes the whole segment like even out to be meh well alex if anybody did that to you i would stand up for them i would not I be know. like finn Balor. so yeah. i just want you to know that if sean came in here mm-hmm. and was like you weren't a part of this you were never mm-hmm. our friend i'm taking your yeah. silver play button back right. i'd be like hey back mm-hmm. off buddy mm-hmm. it's true because I'm yeah. real friends. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah, yes. Very good. Uh, here, listen, we have some some good veggie puns. So we got far. some really and, good veggie puns. And, I've and seen. I'm going to start it out with this one, Chris. <laughs> Shallot flare is really really good. That's so um, good because it's a veggie deep cut. That's yeah, a good yeah, it's, one. It's, it's, a shallot yes, is true. a deep cut. Yeah, That's yeah. good. <laughs> Ricardo the Firefly says broccoli Lesnar. Obviously. Broccoli Lesnar. Broccoli Lesnar. My client. Insert clever Tegan Knox pun says Teg Plant Knox. It's your day. Uh, No, it's so great. Um, (laughs) Robert Lyle says radishing Rick Rude. (laughs) Listen, if you're here and you have no idea what this is and you don't love that, I'm very sorry, but this is what we love here. Radishing Rick Rude is is why is why I exist. It's um, beautiful. B Sweet says Romaine Lettuce Reigns. Just Romaine Reigns is really good. Um, and uh, Ro- Lieutenant Photo yeah. says uh, Mia Yam. Oh, Mia Yam's a very good one too. Mia you guys Yam are going is very good for um, non-obvious ones. I respect it very mm-hmm. much. Um, Jesse Ozog says Rutabaga stalks versus the machine broccoli cabbage. Like Who's Brian Cage. Stuff? What was Rutabaga Stocks? I don't know who Rutabaga Stocks is. Who's I mean, you got Stocks? like four. Oh, Rick, Ricky, Ricky Starks. Oh, Ricky Starks. Rutabaga. Okay. Rutabaga Stocks versus the machine broccoli cabbage instead of you brown got cage. four that, veggies into that's one a lot. food. That's a lot. Orion Ben 666 is Tech Corn Stock 2000. <laughs> um, and, I uh, love Tech. Team 2000 so much, you, Alex. You should do. He always texts um, me up. Uh, uh, <laughs> Chris Pereira is now three for three because he also has in here Artichoke Slam <laughs> and Yam Yam Bigelow. <laughs> Honestly, though, I think it has to be Yam Yam Yigolo because you got to get the three alliterations again. It's but, true. I, but, I, but honestly, Yam Yam. I can't even. I can't. I can't front. That's amazing. Um, we got a response from Sean for the Doja Cat album. <laughs> he, uh, he says, "I loved it. I like more of her rap-based music, and I enjoy her addressing her criticisms with an I don't give a fuck via a bunch of her songs." Yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah, what I was thinking. I just didn't want to put um, words in his mouth. Uh, the his favorite song is "Paint the Town Red," and also I'm not even sure. Am I allowed to say this on the air? Wet vagina. I didn't know that was a song that that Doja Cat had. Uh, that seems a bit much. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Um, listen. Listen. I I I appreciate that. There's no like uh, WAP or anything. Um, like just it's, the name of the song is like. Just, look, this just, is what this it is. Are, this is. We're not even putting it under code. It's just yeah. wet vagina. We're just calling it that. It okay, just is good. what it is. 
Yeah, good. All right, listen. Um, uh, Mike the Jeweler with a with a very uh, generous uh, super chat says hello, Alex, and hi to the beautiful Kate. Thanks for ditching us SRS for football. Yeah. LOL, Raw was all right. Ending was like wah, but I hope all is well with well with everybody in the fightful family. Happy early birthday, Alex! Thank you so much, Mike the Jeweler. Thank you for your generous chat. And if Bobby Lashley ever sends me a suit, I'm coming to you mm-hmm. for my watch deeds because I'm going to need a cool watch to go with my suit. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's sending me a suit. No, I don't think he is either. I mean, he's, he's but he can send you one of the ones from Montez and and Angelo Dawkins because he says, like- "Give me back the suits." Give me so back my suits. He can't return them. They're way past the return date. Yeah. So he could like send them to you if he's not going to use them. He came out with a rack of suits for them. All I want is one lousy little suit from Bobby Lashley. Please at Bobby Lashley at Fight Bobby yeah. and tell him to send me a suit. I just want one. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, bra. <laughs> um, speaking of the opposite of vegetables, meat wars between Bronson Reed and Otis. Um, <laughs> Uh, this, uh, this was, this was fun. Uh, I'm glad to see they didn't do some weird 50, 50 or a weird distraction thing to allow Otis to, to get his, to get um, the alpha Academy's win back or something that has had Bronson Reed win versus via the tsunami, <laughs> which, we got um, to hear. which I got to hear that. That's great. Yeah. Um, happy birthday to you. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's, this is interesting what they are doing um, because they have, they have siloed uh, Seth off in this program with, um, with Shinsuke. Like it's there. That's it. There's nobody else can touch that, that we're going to be doing that for a while because I feel like the next match they have won't be the last one they have. Or if there's a, a title change, it'll be like a whole different thing for Shinsuke to be doing uh, what, whatever. So that what they're doing is they're making Gunther's title the most sought after thing everyone wants. Gable wants another shot at it. Bronson Reed, by virtue of beating both Gable and Otis, has lined himself up as a very likely challenger in some kind of triple threat or multi-man match. And then Tommaso Ciampa has basically declared, I am coming for that next. But Gable wants another shot at it. Like um, Gunther being the guy who's had the title forever, and and has come close to defeat a couple of times in the past couple of months um, may, makes him, everybody thinks, okay, that I can be the guy to do it. I want to be the guy to topple that mountain. I think that there's a really cool thing you can do there. Um, I uh, I liked this match for what it was. The right guy won. Uh, Bronson Reed, uh, it, was, it was cool. Good for them. And we get to see more things coming out of it. I... Really liked it. We haven't gotten to see Otis in a in just a match in a really long time. So it right. was nice to see Otis in a match. This was a whole heck of a lot of fun. This is what you wanted it to be, right? Mm-hmm. You got two Mack mm-hmm. trucks in there. What I also like though is Otis and Bronson Reed have such different personalities that it was really mm-hmm. fun to not have. I feel like so many times where we get like big dude versus big dude, especially I hate to like quantify it this way but like under the wwe umbrella especially i think it's like they're they're often the same type of guy it's really refreshing to have like big goofy guy you're rooting for Mm -hmm. he's like an enormous dude but still an underdog a lot of the time like that's really fun versus uh you know it started as kind of a mercenary just going around kicking people's butts so 
that was really refreshing just to have that balance in this match of the face heel dyna- dynamic. And you're right. This is this is all I kind of want out of out of wrestling. This is for me stuff of it had a clean ending. One guy was better than the other. The world's not ending. It made sense mm-hmm. for the story. Um, they can continue as if they want. They can steer away from it if they want. It got right. a little bit of time, and we moved on. Like mm-hmm. I feel like wrestling is so great when it's this simple, and if we could keep things as simple, most of the stuff that I thought was really great tonight, I thought was the yeah. simple stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, agreed. Um, uh, Stan says, Happy birthday, Alex. Remember to eat your carrots and drink your Ovaltine. I I I will do the first one. I do like carrots. I've never had Ovaltine. You not have? a big fan. I never had not a big fan of of powdery, uh, like chocolatey drink mixes. I'm not a I'm like a big fan of those. Did you ever spend an entire Christmas season solving a puzzle listening to a radio about? Your no, Ovaltine? I I I didn't. <laughs> I did not do that. No, uh, no, I did not. Um. Uh, so, um, this, since we were just talking about, uh, Maxine Dupree, uh, and I, we, on last night, we did a special on, uh, the Fightful Select. uh, FightfulSelect.com? Yes. Where you can subscribe Um, for just $5 or now has annual billing? Now is in a building where you can save almost two months worth by billing for a full year. Wow. Who would say no to that, considering you can get me and also mostly her talking about uh, wrestling several times a week. Uh, last last week, last night, I talked about SmackDown, the, the two-hour rampage, Collision, um, and uh, the card for uh, WrestleDream. And then talked about a little bit about the releases that I hadn't gotten to get into because I hadn't been in front of a microphone since Wednesday last week. Uh, and I was going through all the releases, and there was people that that uh, we just straight up forgot to mention that I I wanted to like have a whole separate thing about, and then I forgot. So I'm gonna bring it up here briefly. Uh, Mansoor and Mace um, uh, did everything they possibly could with this. I, I thought that gimmick was dead in the water as soon as it was given to them because what they wanted it to be was come out for 10 minutes during a two hour SmackDown and get booed for doing a fashion show and never wrestle. And that's a great way for people to just hate seeing you as opposed to like, Oh, I get it. This is supposed to get heat and I'm, it's funny and it's fun to boo with them. If you just stop a SmackDown that has way too little time to feature everybody's favorites and instead have people to stand there and do a fashion show. Um, it's a great way to get everybody hated. Um, and once once they were like, okay, well, we're not doing that anymore. Uh, you guys can have your own YouTube show, though. And they just showed during the entire YouTube show how amazing they were at their comedic timing, their, their understanding of the character, the motivations, the lore of the character. So great stuff. Um, and then they were completely shelved. Once Maxine Dupree moved over to uh, Alpha Academy, they were just shelved entirely. And weren't like weren't allowed to be on TV. They were saying some of their streams, they got like people were being yelled at because they let the models be fodder in battle royals. They were they were there was an edict given, they were never allowed to be on television, even just being thrown over the top rope in a battle royal. People were getting in trouble for allowing them on television. But behind the scenes, they were pitching 
really, really great stuff. That vignette that they shot themselves where they were like fixers that um, that heels would hire to like intimidate referees and stuff. It was Hey guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids. And he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger, her body looks leaner, has energy all day. And Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. Brilliant. Like, far and away would have been the best thing on any episode of Raw over the last year. And they were they produced it. They showed it like, we've done all the work. We came up with the characters. We have our own costumes. We've given you everything you need to know to know exactly who the characters are. We can work with any heel you want. Uh, it'll be great. Here it is in a package deal. Here, look how great it is. Somebody watched it. I'm thinking probably several people watched it. And they said, nah, we're not, no, no, we don't want that. And, and honestly, if, if you do all that work and pitch gold to people and they don't want to put you on TV, you're better off being somewhere else because those two guys could run another company's like, uh, there's a wonderful little niche that every major company, even minor companies to have, which is really great comedy heels. And those two guys would just knock it out of the park. But they also so pitched great. undashing Cody Rhodes, right? And I, yeah. I get why they didn't want to do that because I think they want this chapter of Cody to be untouched from any of that stuff. But like they had just they clearly have some very undervalued and underappreciative creative bones in their bodies that they're going to get to exercise somewhere else. And it's going to be great when they do, because they also called Sean on stream. So that's just hysterical to me, but you can support their Twitch stuff and their t-shirts and all sorts of things. Um, But yeah, we, we talked a little bit about the releases, especially Mustafa and Dolph yesterday, but the two of them, man, like they're going to be great, whether they go separately or together somewhere. Um, you said it online, I, and it's. So I hope true. they get to run one of the, one of their ideas that they had as a tandem yeah. somewhere because they're, they're really, really. Great well, you together. know, Alex, their, their energies played off. They play off so well off each other. The thing that I hope most is just that, like, we have to talk about the elephant in the room, which is: Are they going to be cosmetically cleared? Like, did that factor into this decision right. at all? Like, yeah. if AEW wants them, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are they going to be cosmetically cleared to show up in AEW is a, is I don't a huge know. issue. So. I don't know. Well, we can only um, find out. It is funny that, that Mansoor was pitching for himself the exact angle I wanted them to run with Mandy Rose when Mandy Rose when she first came to NXT after she like got hit in the face. Yeah. And then she like she had plastic surgery, which in included which was only included getting her hair dyed brown. 
But yes. I, I just <laughs> love the idea of her insisting that one little mark on the tip of her nose, a tiny little scar made her hideous and she would not show her face to anyone like that kind of a thing. And, and he, and he was like, no, I want to, I want to do it as a gag. It'll be really funny. And honestly, I think they could have done it with Cody Rhodes, but had, had them move away from him and just extend the gimmick to whoever they were appearing in, in, in matches with. Sure. I, I mean, they did so really, many really, of really those mask stuff. gimmicks. They did it with Carmella and Sheamus and so whatever, good. like, um yep. yeah they're they've got a they've got great minds for this and mm-hmm. um a ton of ability and they're young too like and yep. they're they they've got a bright future i hope um true. they find a home that is right for them yep more puns about veggies uh ronald hollick says adam coleslaw better than you beta garrotine <laughs> um Chris Pereira just knocking him out of the park. Banger after um, banger after banger. Uh, K.O. O'Reilly. <laughs> oh, I miss him so much. Um, Chris Pereira uh, was just R.I.P. Uh, he, he includes R.I.P. with uh, Shad Gasparagus. Oh. Um, uh, Chris Pereira also says Johnny Oregano. <laughs> You have, to, you have to use the British pronunciation for it so it actually makes sense, but I love it. Um, uh, Meet Norma says, Sammy Cabbage Han. Like Callahan, Cabbage Han. <laughs> but, News uh, about just, him on FightfulSelect.com mm, where you can get billed annually. Mm-hmm. Jesse Ozog says, Bok Choy Club member, the Swiss Chard Superman. <laughs> That's really Jesse good. Ozog says, House of Black Radishes. <laughs> uh, Ronald Hollick says uh, Parsnip Sabian um, Robert Lyle says Fennel Balor Meet Norma says GOA The Gates of Arugula That's really good Gates of Arugula is great Arugula is a wonderfully funny word uh, Robert Lyle That's says uh, Johnny, Johnny Garbanzos <laughs> <laughs> Um uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Bad Rocket says the Iron Leak. Meet Norma says uh, corn on the Jeff Cobb. Um, uh, Jesse Ozog says uh, pumpkin Cassidy. Um, and uh, <laughs> Chris Chris Pereira says rhubarb 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 so ho. <laughs> and uh, I'm Luis- fired tonight, Chris Pereira. Luis uh, adds, uh, I got one. Rhubarb Juice Robinson. Oh, very Not good. Not rock hard, but rhubarb. rhubarb. Here, rhubarb I'll throw out a challenge for you. Yeah. Here's here's some vegan wrestlers if you want to play into this and take it to the next level. Did you know both skinny and heavier Walter slash Gunther is vegan? Hmm. As is, I think, Noam Dar. As is ESJ, as is Brian Danielson. All my techers. No. I think be done too. I might have made that one up. If you mm-hmm. can get, you get double points for any of those guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Chris Pereira also knocking it out of the park with a wonderful homonym. Crime time. <laughs> Parsley, sage, romero, and so crime good. time. That's so good. I love me a homonym. Um, I love being just like now we're getting like time we're getting full on into herbs now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Respect. no, it's good. Some great stuff. Uh, also, good stuff. Uh, Tommaso Champa defeated Ludwig Kaiser. 
there, you know, it's not great stuff though. Uh, just have just just have Imperium be good. Just have Imperium be good, like good enough to beat most people. Uh, good enough to win almost every tag match they're in together. Uh, good enough to beat most people because they are because Fabian Eichner, Fakey and Eichner. I mean Giovanni Vinci. It's a me, Giovanni Vinci. Um, he uh, is amazing, and the idea that they're the 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 story is he's a scrub who can't win matches and actively screws up to, to stop uh, Ludwig Kaiser from winning matches is insulting to literally everyone who's ever watched wrestling. I, I hate it so much. Well, I, I just I just don't like it. It's I don't like good. the story, but I'm more okay with him losing to Tommaso Ciampa than sure, sure, but people. And I understand why, why uh, Gunther might be upset with that. But... Um, but there, the the thing is that um, I think that the story only works if we've seen Imperium and the the singles members of Imperium win most of their matches, and then now coming up against Tommaso Ciampa, they can't get it done, which overly frustrates Gunther. At this point, considering how they have consistently booked, especially Vinci and also Kaiser. For months now, he should be kind of used to these bumbling idiots effing up all the time because that's all they ever book them to be. I feel like I've watched one, maybe two Ludwig Kaiser singles matches that they won and never seen Giovanni Vinci win anything. And so it is weird. Like, what do you expect? Like, you should have fired him months ago if you're going to be pissed at him now. That's you. That's you have a, a, a personnel management problem, Gunther. Like, this is who the guy is. That's stupid because he's great. And we, you watch him wrestle and you can see he's great. It's just a weird thing to me. Has one of my favorite springboards in all of wrestling. He's so Everything good. he does is so clean and explosive and crisp. Like, some of my favorite wrestling is fundamental stuff executed extremely well. Yep. Um, a lot of my favorite stuff is. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And he definitely fits that mold. And what's kind of... Not funny, haha, -ha, but like a little bit funny is like, I think out of the two of them, like he's the in ring guy. Like he's the one that should be winning more. Ludwig Kaiser is kind of the one that should maybe have his head on the chopping block. I think Ludwig Kaiser has been very good in his role. I think it's your best impression. So I'm very excited about that mm -hmm. aspect of mm -hmm. it. But mm -hmm. um, it is, it's so weird because this has been the longest IC title reign in history, right? But it also, for some reason feels too early for this dissension with them. And I think it's because of what you're talking about, like we haven't had the creative build that leads to this of the two of them being a dominant force. And then when they start to fall through the cracks, the leader being upset by it. So the right. foundation isn't there for the downfall aspect of it. But um, I would say like these Three are probably some of the ben, best NXT translations we've had in a really, really long time. So I'm very excited to see them frequently on my television. But there was a really simple solution that you've said and that I agree with of, oh, if they had just split the tag titles, like if Kevin Owens and Sammy had just dropped one set of titles to them, like right. that's the kind of group that you do want with a bunch of gold. I think even more so yes. than Judgment Day. Because Judgment yeah. Day is going to have the crutch of the overbooking. They don't need a ton of gold for that. Like, they're already up in each other's stuff all the time. So you, right. like, don't actually need a bunch of titles. 
dominant force these guys probably mm-hmm. should have a lot of titles. So with you on that, um, but Ciampa and Giovanni Vinci, great match today. Very happy to see Ciampa in the mix. Where the hell is Johnny Gargano other than WWE headquarters, Alex? We got to talk about it because I don't understand. Whenever I think about him, I think about the reception he got back when he came in Toronto. And Mm -hmm. then what the hell have you done with him? Yeah. Um, The... uh... The thing is that they, um, one of the guys that was released was Dolph Ziggler. Uh, a few weeks ago when they were doing this amazing uh, retrospective of all the former um, Intercontinental Champions, one that everybody noticed was Jericho wasn't mentioned. Uh, several time Intercontinental Champion Chris Jericho, but obviously it's just them being petty. But another one that wasn't mentioned and never shown was Dolph Ziggler, who was a six-time Intercontinental Champion. He was mostly an Intercontinental Champion. Mostly. (laughs) He was other things, too, but he was that the most. Um, (laughs) And then he was released. I don't know if they were planning on releasing him when they didn't mention him, but it was a weird thing that I noticed at the time, and then all of a sudden, well, there you go. But tonight, um, Michael Cole mentioning everyone... Who was uh, who is still with the company that had at one point held the North American Championship? Uh, the only two he did not mention were um, Cameron Grimes, who can't seem to find a way on a TV, but like held that title for like a month and a half, right. and also the only three-time North American Champion Johnny Gargano was not mentioned. Almost it's, synonymous with the title, like when you is, think of that era. You think Johnny Gargano with that title. So odd that they would not mention Johnny Gargano. It does not seem like an accident. I am sorry that I am conspiratorial in that way. Um, but it is just a, just a, it's just weird. Um, uh, but anyway, um, he is able to beat um, Ludwig Kaiser with a rising knee. Uh, because uh, Giovanni Vinci got hit with a knee and didn't roll out of the ring. He just stayed there, and the ref was, like, checking on him. And because of that, Ludwig Kaiser allowed himself to get distracted. It was just, it's the way that they book endings to matches. Uh, But immediately he's like, hey, uh, Gunther, I I want, you know, let's sign the contract. Let's get a shot. And um, then they announced later, we're going to have Gunther versus uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Um. Uh, at some point, they literally say at some point, we'll have the contract signing next Monday. There's a pay per view the following Saturday. At some point, they'll have the match, but we know when we're having the contract signing. So just just put what you have: Tommaso Ciampa and you have Gunther. Book it for the pay-per-view, for God's sake. Like, it can't be that difficult. It just can't do be that. like the SmackDown before. Like, just put it on fast just break. Do it on the pay thing. Wall, pay do it on WWE Toll Booth. Toll booth. <laughs> do it on the to- do it on Toll Booth, and then we'll get it out of the way. Um uh they Luis asked the very important question: why are they booking Giovanni Vinci with the storyline that should be belonging to Dominic Mysterio? That's a very good question. Uh but I don't know. Um, here's another thing. This is a this is a great thing, and this is, I think, why you and I loved one of the reasons why you and I loved the first hour so much. Tegan Knox 
They're addressing oh, everything in perfect fashion. Like having her and Becky talking backstage and Becky being like, I saw you there that you wanted to come out, but you didn't. Why? It's like, well, Natty was there too. And she's the veteran. So I just kind of like let her go. It's like, you can't do that. You got to stand up for yourself. You got, you got to take charge. You got to seize your moment and make it about you. Cause sometimes you have to do that in this business. And Tegan Nux says, I'll take your advice. So then she goes to talk to Adam Pierce uh, about doing just that. And, uh, and Natty's there and she says, I, I assume that you were here to talk to him about me getting my rematch. And then they quibble about things. And then Adam Pierce is like, Hey, you should have a match tonight about this because I can't be in charge of settling disputes. Uh, do you just, you know, have a do that and so then they do and tegan knox beats natty she does and it's awesome and we'll talk about it in a second but everybody stay by the bell timeout because here on the east coast it's officially alex's birthday yeah. 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 and the crowd goes wild <laughs> happy birthday Good. That's very good. Thank you. Uh, it's I don't so... know if we'll still be on by you when we're on. So I know it's true, but it, it is. I. It's not my birthday yet here, but I will accept your birthday wishes in the future. Thank you. You're very, very That's welcome. So nice. And we're gonna celebrate um, for real, for real on that next show because yeah, if you don't think I, I'm coming prepared for that, you are wrong. I have a very special hat that I'm going to I wear like tomorrow. This um, Tegan Knox showing up. Perfect Tegan timing Knox's with great. your birthday because this was awesome. Loved awesome. the interaction with her and Becky. Very happy to see her back in the ring. Very happy to see her getting used. Yep. Um, refreshing to see someone here, A, not getting squashed by Nia Jax, because Lord Almighty, oh. and B, just like some fresh blood. Like, it's, it's nice to see yeah. uh, Tegan Knox on, on screen here, and she looked happy and great, and this was this was awesome. Yeah. I mean, this, this does feel like, listen, if there's any, if there's like, maybe three or four um, people who who get things done just by their say-so more than Becky Lynch, I'd be surprised. And her being like, no, we were going to do the thing last week. We're doing it this week. We're doing it. And, and, and it's not a single like one-off open challenge thing. You're giving her a story because she's great. And we're going to make a connection about how she – left home to come here to do this because she believed in herself and she needed the opportunity to be able to show what she could do on a, on a major stage. I can relate to that a little bit. Like having them be like two sides of the same coin is really interesting. Um, I think it's great. Like they actually gave Tegan Knox a singles match that she got to win with her finisher, not some stupid distraction roll up. Like, that's awesome. That's so cool. And this is continuing because, spoiler alert, Becky Lynch is going to beat Tiffany Stratton this weekend. They kind of all but said that was definitely happening. And um, and so then we're going to have uh, Becky versus uh, uh, Tegan Knox next week for the title, for the NXT title. And then we'll see what goes after that. But they are doing a lot um, with this particular person and another one we're going to talk about, Tiffany Stratton. Um, and also Dragon Lee um, of like, here is everything you need to know because they're going to be here sooner than later. Like they're doing a lot of, <laughs> a lot of introducing these people to the main roster audience. Um, so that should be 
that should be really good. Um, I'm looking Agreed. forward to that. And I, I'm, you're right in that it always seems like Becky, she's, she seems extremely professional in the way she goes about it. There's never any public oh, yeah. writing. No. The lemons out of lemonade thing. They made a yeah. t-shirt out of like, she's, she's mm-hmm. really, really good at it, but it does seem, it always felt to me like, Hey, I'm pregnant and I'm giving my title to Asuka. Like it always, she always feels very intentional yep, and it, like, it Hey, if I'm your like NXT that. champion, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I really, really respect that about her. Yep. Um, uh, we got from in, in, insert clever Tegan Knox pun. Hey! Finally. Hashtag for Tegan. Yes, hashtag justice for Tegan. It's um, your day, buddy. I, I, you were one of the first things I thought of. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I'm so happy know. for insert clever team and Max fun guy mm-hmm. in our chat. This is, Legend. This is, this is great. My, uh, Mike the jeweler says, Kate, once you get the suit from Bobbles, I got you on the watch, no problem, because he's Mike the jeweler. Um, hopefully, he will send you one soon. And since we are shooting. I miss Will if he's somewhere here. Hi, Will. Take care, everyone. Have a good evening. Um, I got to see Will at Grand Slam briefly. Yeah, he's he's busy. He's got he's, he's stuff he's stuff he's doing. He's a busy um, fella. Um, he's great. Okay, here we go. Um, more veggie puns. Although this one confuses me. Jungle Boy George. That is a pun, but not in the category. But I'll still I'll still take it because it's good. I'll still say, look, if you give us money if, for things, we'll take sure. it. We'll take it for sure. Meet Normus says, uh, sup, Possnip. <laughs> it's Eddie Kingstonian. I'll knock your teeth right out your face, Possnip. <laughs> Possnip. Um, I love it. Uh, HBD, you scrummy, <laughs> scrumptious, sweet and sour man. That is <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, Bad Rocket says, um, Zach Capers Jr. <laughs> Um, Big kinds of animals. Robert Lyle says Chivo Guerrero. Like chives? Chivo Guerrero? Yeah. Chivo Guerrero. There you go. I don't know. Yeah. Chivo. Chivo, 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 Chivo Guerrero. Yes. Um, uh, Apex Caliber says, in the spirit of Halloween, CM Pumpkin. In the spirit of a Halloween, like a spirit Halloween store, that's where that guy's career is right now. So. Apex Caliber also says Edge Plant. <laughs> you think you know me. Um, <laughs> now, for some reason, all I can think of is the mop and an eggplant. That's true. I can't even like, think it, of Adam Copeland anymore. It, it's just, it's, it, hold on, it's this, but with purple strands. Yeah, that's like what I'm thinking of, basically. It's just, pur- it's just purp- purple instead of white, green. purple. Yeah, purple and green, green. green where mm-hmm. the blue is, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's exactly what you it should you be. know me. On this day! Um... Uh, a feeling dream. Um, uh, we're, just, feeling... we're just gonna leave him up. Yeah. Oh, okay. What? No, what it's fine. Do? No, what leave him. I... We can hang out with Edge. No. Um. Uh. Feeling dreepy says, "Kate, we all know you are excited because Octecker stocked off with Zucchini Scarpaccia Jr. versus Danielson. I couldn't think of a bad pun for Danielson. <laughs> I'm Danielson." I'm very jealous you get you get to see it in person, but do you think you will be on the SGS post show? I will do as soon as I can get back there. I don't if they're having a media scrum, I probably won't because I'll probably be going to it. But uh, if they're not doing a media scrum, I will definitely be on the SGS post show. But 
Um, very excited for both of the vegan techers that do pointy yes. things in their entrances. Let's mm -hmm. go. Um, Bizarro Big L says, it's okay, Alex. I'm in my early 30s, and I got no idea about Doja Cat either. See? There you go. Um, I didn't know she had a, call, a song called I didn't hear that. Did, did not know that. Um, I prefer the Bouncing Souls. Good song. Hell yeah. Great. Oingo Boingo or Devo? The opposite of um, meaty men. Are we not meaty men? No, we are Devo. Uh, the opposite of meaty men slapping meat is stringy bean boys slapping beans. <laughs> I'll take it. Maze Jalapeno Fiddlehead. MJF. Um... And then uh, <laughs> N. Simmons says cilantro flair. And Robert Lyle says Al Snow Peas. Um, That's very good. I was trying to think and, of shallot flair was the other Charlotte one. Yeah, that was really yeah. good. And uh, Meet Norma says Chelsea collard greens <clears throat> and vegan Knox. Oh. I mean, it's just, it, it was just sitting it's there the whole time we didn't right do there. it. It was sitting right there. Uh, DNC Digital says came in at just the right time. Happy birthday! Thanks for your Happy contributions birthday. here, your interactions, and for Linda. Hope you have a good. Hope you have a good one. Uh, I yes, me too. I also hope I have a good one. And thank you. Um, I heard you and Linda share a birthday. <laughs> yes, but but hers many, is many years hundred, apart. Many hundreds of years before mine. Um, I thought you so, and Ricky Rainbow did, but I have no, no idea what his birthday no, is because time no is a idea. construct in his world. You have so no idea, honestly. He may have been born in a different dimension. Um, uh, see, I got bouncing souls fans in the chat. I'm very happy right now. I'm what? a hopeless romantic. Who? Hey, um, Luis, uh, clear up that the the. This the chat underneath Cody promo. I don't know what what that word is starting out it. I don't know what that is in reference to. I will I will come back and and you know do what I'll do there. Um uh so um is that supposed to be Seth? Is that for this one? I think it's Seth. Yeah, Seth. As we can't see. Seth knew what he was doing, dropping the best in the world line. Of course he did. Okay. I, I missed it. I did not actually hear that. He's um, been campaigning for that since last WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, he, he <laughs> that guy it. is and, like... And he definitely wants it. Um, Seth Rollins came out, did his thing. He's 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 dressed in his clothes uh, that he does. Um, uh, but he wants an answer from Shinsuke Nakamura, who only addresses anybody via slickly produced vignettes uh, that he speaks entirely in Japanese with subtitles. It's awesome. And I'm so angry at them for not figuring this out like five years ago. <laughs> like it's perfect. It's the exact way this guy should have been presented from the first friggin' day on the job. It's so captivating. I cannot look away. Also, I feel like I'm learning Japanese. It's really cool because I was watching this whole thing and he's uh, he's so captivating the way that he constructs the full pro the promo what everything is, that he's like it's your last day it's your last time you're going to do this your last time you're going to do that cuz it's going to be a last man standing match we had talked about the idea uh, i believe it was cyclo in the chat who uh, said it should be uh, Seth should win Seth should lose via a ref stoppage um and yes, in the absence of that 
a last man standing where he cannot get to his feet. He's not knocked out. He's just, he cannot get to his feet. Like if you actually book it that way, like he can't get up. He just can't. His body fails him. His heart is still there. His mind doesn't know why his legs won't help him stand. And he freaks out about it in the moment, but you got to count to 10. He can't stand up. That would be a really, really great way of getting to the exact same uh, end. I will say this. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura has to win this match at Fastlane. He has to. He has to. Or not only do you screw up the entire storyline, which has been coming on really well in spite of the bad booking of the finish of the first match, um, but you kind of just neuter the entirety of the Shinsuke Nakamura character you've built over the past few months. Like he's got to win this match. He he's booked himself into a match where he would have to be beaten up really, really bad again to lose this match too. He's got to win it. And I would argue he's got to win it in very dominant fashion. And you have an awesome opportunity to allow, to really tell the story constructed by you, not, like something you have to deal with after the fact, not you. Uh, WWE has to deal with after the fact. Like, oh, Cody accidentally got injured, and we got to tell the story about him coming back after the fact. You can construct it yourself because it's a kayfabe thing, and have him come back to take take the title back from Shinsuke Nakamura. I don't know WrestleMania or whatever. You could really do that. There's a really cool opportunity to tell the whole story of all of this. But if they just have Seth beat Shinsuke again, that's it. You just, you just, all the cool stuff you've been doing, it's all for naught to me, you know? So I'm, I love this version of Shinsuke. It's so good. And I feel like the Shinsuke reboot being with Seth Rollins is just special. Like it's, um, it, it pulls all of Seth's strengths out and all of Shinsuke's strengths out, and neither of them have very many weaknesses at this. So it's it's just really, really wonderful. It's so compelling. I'm so drawn into these vignettes and this version of him. And God, I I love I love my MJFs of the world, but like a, a menacing assassin heel, like this version of Shinsuke or Samoa Joe like with that like cold calm collected i i am completely at peace with the fact that i'm going to hurt you guy is like my favorite type of heel that you can have yeah. like just love it this is so so great i feel like shinsuke has to win too um i don't know if they'll do it but like if he just attacks sets back for like for, i and i i don't like last man standing matches they're my second least favorite stipulation next to lumberjack matches this story actually kind of begs for one. Like this is actually really, really well done. And that's my thing with last man standing matches is they usually don't. Um, mm-hmm. This is actually the perfect opportunity. Um, and I, I really like that about it. I'm so happy that Shinsuke and this piece of his career is finally getting something to sink his teeth into because he, it was never that guy that was the issue with any of the creative. Like this is, this is the the perfect match to what he he kind of deserves here. Yeah. Um, so like Seth responding to the challenge, like says that is a, you've, you've, you won, like you got exactly what you wanted. 
when you wanted it. You like you 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 outwitted me to get to this point, but you got to know that there's no way you can beat me in this because 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 you've mentioned my children, my child, and my wife. Then I shall rise up and defeat you because of because now you give me motivation, and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm glad you say that, Seth. But he he has to lose this match. The story that you've that you've decided to tell begs that he he loses the, this match. He can win the feud stretched out over a long enough time, but you can put the title on Nakamura and like keep it on him for however long. The problem with it is, is that you now have this other thing to deal with that that Luis brings up. I think Rollins wins at fast lane, but gets cashed in on by Priest. Which let me tell you how much that's going to suck. Like it's not nothing that different to do with Damian Priest, but you have built a perfect guy to take the title off of Seth Rollins, and you've like the as long as you have Roman Reigns having the championship and no one else is allowed to have it on one side of it. Um, I just think the money in the bank should just be like, where you have to keep it for two years. You can keep it for two years this time because no one's going to cash in on Roman and you've got this amazing thing going on with Seth right now. So it, there's, there's a really, I, I want, I want Damon to keep it for a while just so we don't have to end up just ruining a really cool, slickly told story with a with a very obvious this is how this should progress storyline and if it does if does everything right it's going to be great to then be like oh no oops this guy wearing purple got it and it's just like i don't want that but i don't want this for damian priest but i want him to cash in and lose <laughs> i'm i'm just so uninterested in send your money in the bank at this point like i just because it's just gotten too convoluted for me in Judgment Day. It's like you have yeah. all these moving parts and you have this device of cashing in on the title. It doesn't even feel like it's about the money in the bank anymore. It feels all about the relationship with J.D. McDonough. So at this point, I'd rather J.D. McDonough costs him and mm. Shinsuke wins and Shinsuke yeah. beats Sabian Priest is like my ideal thing. I don't think that they'll do that, but... Um... Simmons two eleven says uh, how this match should end. Shinsuke demolishing Seth. How this? How I think this will end. Sadly, Ricochet uh, attacking Seth in a pointless but needed heel turn, and then a cash in because Ricochet gets interrupted and like I'm gonna come after Shinsuke, whether he wins or loses against Seth Rollins. I've got something to do to him because he's on crutches because Shinsuke hurt his leg last week. So. Ricochet's angry. Angry Ricochet. So angry. Alex, uh, if your last man is standing but isn't looking so great as can happen, if you're looking a little beat up and like you need to get cleaned up a little bit around your last man, there are certain tools that can help. Okay, if you're it's looking like you can't get back to your feet. Well, darn it, Manscaped is here to help you clean up your little guy. <sighs> Let's be real. Big nasty pubes are gross. You want that tree to stand taller. Sometimes you got to do a little bit of landscaping. Sometimes you got to do a little bit of manscaping. With manscaped.com and that code FIFA, you're going to save 20% off your order and get free shipping. 
What a deal. And how about this? They've got a ton of deals on that site. They got a lot of bundles, a lot of packages to help out your package. But it's not just your package. It's your body. It's your hair. They got deodorant. They've got shampoo. They've got foot deodorant. They got ball toner. They got everything at manscaped.com. I and mean, when use that code FIFL, get 20% off your order and free shipping. Just a plethora of different options. Maybe you want to try a little bit of everything. Maybe you just want to try one thing. Well, Manscaped and the code Fightful will get you there. Make that tree stand taller and trim it up a little bit with Manscaped. Clean up the eggplant. <laughs> Robert Lyle knows. <clears throat> um. So, um, as, uh, as Luis, uh, said, no matter how good the first hour was, perhaps this entire episode might have turned out to be good, but if one particular thing happens that was bad, everything sucks. And this is how I know, this is how I have no, I know that I have taught him well. If one thing goes bad among other things that are good. It's an all or nothing proposition. I like the way you do business. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, uh, Dominic retained versus Dragon Lee. Uh, the story they were telling was that everybody was very nervous in the Judgment Day about losing their titles while Mommy was away. Um, and uh, Dragon Lee and, and Dominic, they did a whole, like, a really long very elaborate little vignette of like this is who dragon lee is get used to this guy he's a he's a big time player uh he's gonna be up on the main roster soon rather than later um and uh um i guess maybe (laughs) i don't know what their plans are for no mercy now that mustafa lee got released because he's supposed to have a one-on-one title match with that guy but Dom was always going to win this match because the match was going to, because Mustafa Ali was apparently supposed to interfere in this match with Dragon Lee and uh, Dominic, making that match on on Saturday become a triple threat, which then would allow for a lot of other options for them to do. Um, uh, Mr. Showtime uh, says, uh, wow, best Dominic match ever. Well done, both guys. And I will say yes to the first one. Um, I will say that Dragon Lee dragged Dominic uh, to to a to the best match of his career. If you if people, I see people, oh, they got to run in this back. They this is them running the back. They've already done it on NXT. Yeah, nobody was, watches it, NXT but us though. But I mean, like, but they, this is the second time they've done it. The first time was not not good. Not nearly. As it good. was it was not a good match. This was this was I would say a very good match and showed Dominic. Everyone's like, oh, no, he's actually really good. You're too hard on him. Okay, in this case, I will say, all right, fine. Okay, fine, with this one. But Dragon Lee's amazing. They're also the same friggin' age. You know what I mean? Like, Dragon Lee's so, 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 so good in the ring Um, and and got a very good match out of Dominic. The first time they had a match, it was bad. It was was not a good match. This This was was also, this was agented better, too. Like yeah. this just was the, and I think Dragon Lee, 
It's almost like he took a temperature the first time and was like, okay, I need to go a lot slower with him and <laughs> whatever. Mm -hmm. Like they, um, they worked out a lot of the kinks. This was probably Dominic's best match. I, oh, I think nothing even comes close. Well, everybody said the Seth Rollins match from like the Thunderdome era, but I, I, mean, like, I actually but don't remember. The story it. they were telling was that it was Seth like beating up a 15 year old. And like how how good man, this is D Dominic Mysterio. I mean, he's he's basically he's he's just out of middle school, and I can't believe how good he is. Um, he was 23 years old at the time, but they were telling a story that he was a child. And ha like he's holding his own against against a, a, a former WWE champion, and that was the story they were telling. So he so the bar was so low in that match. All Seth had to do was like allow him to not fall on his face four or five times, and Seth's great. So that's what happens. Now the bar has been set because everyone keeps telling me how great D Dominic is for real. You're way too hard on him, and now the if that's what the bar is, this is it. We know he's got this match in him. This is the bar now. He must approach this bar that has been set by himself. And if he doesn't, well, then like, he's just not trying. He's also still got the slowest 619 in the history. of. Yeah, the 619 is not good. You um, should stop doing it. But yeah. Frog Splash is a lot better. He's gotten better. This was the biggest yes. leap forward for sure, I feel like. There are people, though, that it's kind of a human cheat code. And Dragon Lee is one of them. So we'll see if yeah. he can hold up. Um, but this was a very encouraging sign. It was refreshing to see and um, it was a fantastic coming out party for dragon lee yes so i was just gonna say the other piece of this is that dragon lee absolutely rules um i've gotten to see him in a lot of other promotions i've gotten to see him and we cover nxt so i've gotten to see him there uh, if this is your first time getting to see him i'm glad you got to see this because he's great he's extremely well-rounded he's a lot more than just like lucha flippy stuff like he's he's very mm -hmm. logically sound he hits very hard he's great and if the plan is to move him up to the main roster i think he could be a really nice injection especially on raw to have somebody that moves the way that he does i think is something that could be really really great so this was very good um i think we had kind of talked about it in our, our dms a little bit but i feel like you had raised the point that Cody beat Dominic in two minutes. This makes Dragon Lee look kind of... I, I, I thought it was four. I was being very charitable to Dominic. I went and I looked. The match time, two minutes and ten seconds. Cody Rhodes just said, get out of here, kid. You don't belong in the ring with me. And if that's what Cody Rhodes does... Now, Cody Rhodes is... If Cody Rhodes is that good, he should have a friggin' title on him. Because Dominic like, has Cody a title Rhodes on him. is someone who took off his jacket and scared three members of the bloodline at once. <laughs> That's true. Okay? That's true. This is Cody um, freaking it, Rhodes we're talking about. I'm sorry to use the, 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 the theory of the transitive property. But if Cody Rhodes beats Dominic in two minutes, clean, one week. And the following week, a different guy loses to Dominic. Then that guy looks like ass. And I'm like, it's... You got to figure out a way to tell a better story than that. Like it just, it, it just does not work, man. You so know? I, I agree with you. I think their justification for it is this guy is also an NXT talent. Um, you and I know what Dragon Lee are capable of. We saw it also in the ring, but we've yeah. also known his career for a little bit longer. Right. Yeah. So I think their idea is like, he's an NXT talent making his main roster debut. I prefer people win in their main roster debut, yeah. but I, I, I kind of get it from 
the perspective of what they're telling us versus what we know he's capable of. So that's yeah. that's what I think their justification is. Yeah. Um, uh, Apex Caliber says, is this Dom's first heel win with no interference? And Luis says, he beat Tozawa twice clean. And he had a... He had a clean win in NXT, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, he even his clean wins require him to like drop somebody on their balls on the top rope, like that is how oh, sure. he I'm, clean. But without an actual yeah. interference, like somebody hitting some guy in the head with a belt, yes, I believe it was Tozawa twice, and then some guy on, on NXT, um, which did not speak well for that person either. Correct. Um, Jonathan Corona saying, uh, just left the Toyota Arena where when we booed Dom, I was dying laughing. We hated him here, but Dom versus Lee was chef kiss, but I'm going to riot for Lee. Damn. Yeah, Dragon Lee's uh, amazing. He's great. And, and is, um, I yeah, he's just, he's, he's so excellent. And um, as evidenced by this particular um, uh, feat to get this match out of Dominic. Yeah. Um, and this is where the whole thing fell apart. Like even if, if, if even the, the match was really good, even though if I didn't like the ending, but this is where the whole night just just fell apart. Okay. The, Nia Jax. <sighs> Nia Jax gets interviewed and she just names people that she uh squashed and she just says something squash. squash. Yep. <laughs> Rhea Ripley squash. Piper Niven, squash. Mm -mm. Chelsea Green, squash. I don't want to be like so hard on someone who it's their first match and promo back, but like, bull, this was not good. She sounded so robotic. And also I thought the promo, the content was not good because you didn't squash all those people. You didn't face all those people. No. You went in and you punished them while they were already in a match. Like, that's yeah. not you. A squash in mm -hmm. wrestling terms is mm -hmm. you face them, you smush them. You face them, you squish them. You face them, you smush them. Mm -hmm. This was really, really rough. And it, she did mm -hmm. not sound natural or good at all here. And the match was Rob not good. Robert Lyle says, Nia Jax might have squashed everyone. But when she speaks, the crowd turnips the booze. Ah. Uh um... So, uh, turn up the booze. Turn up the booze. Um, so yeah, the, the, the promo was bad, uh, that she's here and she's going to squash everybody. And I was like, yeah, those, those are all pretty important people. Raquel, who was positioned as the, as the, the top challenger, Rhea, Rhea, who's an, like, an, like a, the, the, the champion. Um, I would say certainly. Uh, in in the minds of WWE, positioned as a higher on 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 the overall totem pole champion than Io Sky, she is the most important woman in uh, in WWE, um, and she got ribs broken or whatever it is that they've done for her. And then um, you have Chelsea Green, who's doing great work as as one half of the tag champs. The other half of the champs is an actual good version of Nia Jax, and that's Piper Niven. Um, and then you have two separate women who you spent all summer building into something really cool. You have Zoe Stark, who got the rub from um, working with Trish all, all spring and summer, 
had really great matches with Becky Lynch, and then finally said, "Good, she's the one." Not Becky Lynch didn't send Trish out. Zoe Stark got to send Trish out. When Zoe Stark got tired of getting pushed around by by Trish, and she hit her with her finisher and sent Trish packing. That was a major statement you said on behalf of Zoe Stark. And then Zoe Stark now tag team partners on a like I think you're a badass. You think I'm a badass. Let's be badasses together. Tag team with Shayna Baszler, which had all kinds of legs. Could have done a lot of really cool stuff with that. Shayna Baszler, who you have decided is the new baddest woman on the planet because she's the one who choked out Ronda Rousey and sent Ronda Rousey out of WWE. You you told that story. You said these women are very important. All six of the people, the women that Nia Jax has squashed are all you told us very important people. So what you are now telling us is that Nia Jax is more important than all of those people. I would even say all of them put together. Um, And yet you knew when you hired her that she was this wooden promos and really bad in the ring. So Zoe Stark comes out to confront her and does like a really cool, like, you don't get to push me around, at least not without me like hitting you back a few times. And I think that's a really cool little, little, um, nobody bullies the bully of Zoe Stark kind of a thing. I think that's a really cool little character to give her. But what does it end up doing? Is this just Nia Jax staggering around the ring, moving slowly and Zoe Stark having to sell for her until she ends up getting sat on. And I mean, like, I don't know what we, why did you do all of what you did with Zoe Stark? If this is the way you're going to treat her after and she was getting, she was racking up losses before Nia came in too. She's yeah. lost like a few in a row. Um, it, unfortunately. Yeah. Like Nia didn't look good in this. Like she, she didn't look good in the ring at all. Um, her selling was really bad. And in, in this, it, it just didn't, um, show up unfortunately and I will say like I feel like when you're a wrestler of a certain stature selling is really hard to make mm-hmm. look believable like that's that's a completely different yeah. thing that's what yeah. always amazes me about Miro it's unbelievable to me that a guy of his stature can sell the way he does and make it feel so believable whether he's in there with Brian Danielson or someone his own size like um it it just it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Like it's and she wasn't she wasn't great the first time around, right? So um I'm no. not like my hopes are not that high, but it's like if you bring in someone with such a level of dominance, I would prefer that their ability match that to some extent. Like it, yeah. if we had never seen Rhea Ripley before, Rhea Ripley came back she was in the spot i would be like oh hell yeah right like because it's right um but the ability doesn't match the positioning in in the slightest so it's rough um so yeah i don't yeah it's not great there but um um yeah see this thing is that uh, so i i don't know what the plans are for naya but it does seem very short-sighted to have her squash all these people if she's the what you're going to do is then give her a title match versus Rhea and Rhea beats her 
because Rhea is beating Nia. You're not putting the title on Nia. Rhea has to get through Nia so that Rhea has the title when she faces Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. But you just you're given Rhea nominally a heel character, some babyface adversity to get through Nia before she can face Becky Lynch, which is an interesting thing to do. Um, but like after Nia loses to Rhea, then what is she? Like like th then like then what? Because um like as Luis says, so Nia loses to Rhea, then to Jade, and then back down to the mid card? You know, like um Ricardo, we're gonna need you to send in a different chat. Um no, it, you didn't say anything egregious. We just aren't gonna read. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're not reading dunks on on talent without substantial criticism with them. Um, I think you probably put Nia in a tag team, right? Like, I, I think that's like, where she ends up. But then why are we taking this route like, to get here? You, you just you already had Nia Jax on the roster and a much better version of her in Piper Niven. And you had just brought her back and put her in a really interesting spot working with Chelsea Green to, 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 to shore up that tag division. It's really interesting. But then you had to bring back Nia Jax so she could squash Raquel. Is she no, going to go through Raquel before she goes Raquel. through Rhea? Like, it doesn't make a lot of sense. It, it doesn't. And it's, um, it's funny, too, because it's like, if you're going to have her be so dominant, right. there's not a women's stable on Raw either. Like, if you want to have someone be dominant, her going through all of damage control, I would hate it. But her going through all of damage control would kind of make sense until she got to the head of Bailey or whatever. Um, or things like that. Like, if there was, if there were bones she could pick of a stable, that would be a better right. way to, to go about it. Um, Naya, this is the thing about Naya is that the way that you are booking her is that goes back to the territories where you would like bring in a monster yeah. <laughs> to work for three months with your top star. And once the, 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 the top star beats them, they leave the territory. They, but they got paid for three months and they did their job and they move on. That's what the territories used to be. You can't do that. If you sign people for several years, you just like have them come back, work an angle. And then that angle fizzles out, but they're still around doing what? Like we all saw, who they were, who you were booking them as a couple of months ago, but now that that is over, now they're just like somebody else in catering? Yeah. It just doesn't, yeah, it doesn't work very well. Um, Jey Uso gets dapped up by Byron Saxton. I don't know if there was a lot of substance to this. He just, you know, Not like really, no. Kevin Owens, you know, I got to prove myself to him some more or whatever. Um, but you know, it has substance. Drew McIntyre. Hell Yeah. Uh, Drew McIntyre doesn't have a Matt Riddle to turn heel on anymore. So he's going to do it on Kofi Kingston. And wow, doesn't that feel a lot worse to me? You know what I mean? Like, oh, how dare you? Kofi Kingston's a national treasure. If he turned heel on, on Matt Riddle, be like, I'm like, nice. I would have done the same thing, buddy. <laughs> if I was that much bigger than that guy. Yep. Um, he, now the, the matches I would have liked to have seen, admittedly, like I, I would have very much liked to have seen Matt Riddle in the ring versus Drew, but like as far as evoking heel versus face, uh, emotions around it, yeah, this is a, a much more effective way to go about business, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, 
so him on Miz, Miz TV is just Miz is saying a bunch of stuff like, I would have done the same thing. Uh, and uh, Drew's like, karma's a, karma's a bitch. Um, and uh, says, so you're Batman and Cody Rhodes is Superman. And I was like, oh, I love that. I love that. Why did you have to have Miz come up with that? Figure somebody else who I don't. Think I've been is. on the the Miz train for a little bit now, but, but like I love the idea of them presenting uh, Cody as the all American can do no wrong goody two shoes, and then just this like out of the shadows has a very strict like this is race is right and this is wrong and i'm the only one who gets to blur those lines because i know what's best for everybody drew mcintyre it's great it's a great thing for drew but they're not letting him sit in that really interesting like um like um version of of, of the gray area because by the end of this thing he is fully healed by the end of tonight, I mean, we've fully been slow here. burning it for like six months, right? But I, I, I thought that bef- bef- anyway, the stuff he was doing before, I was like, listen, I totally understand his his thing. Last night, last week, I we saw the struggle of whether he was going to, yes, um, that is true, uh, uh, save Jay Uso, who he does have a problem with, and you can track it back for a year to Clash at the Castle. It makes sense tonight. He has like Kofi and 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 Xavier come out to talk to him, uh, and the Miz keeps answering for um, Drew, and Drew just keeps saying, "Shut up, Miz! Shut up, Miz!" Just keeps in different ways. It was the greatest thing ever. It I... was really, really, really good because I like that. I like when heels have issues with other heels sometimes, like. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> like Miz is a heel and he's like, just shut up though. Like this is my fight, not yours on your dumb oh, but, TV but show. Like, like I they, love it. There are absolute there need to be, and and I, I'm always a big proponent of this. There are different factions within Heeldom that do not get along. A hundred percent. And not just like factions, like in in a uh in a wrestling sense, types but like of heels, yeah. Types of heels. Like there's no there's no way that Drew McIntyre would have any time for the heel that that the uh, that is. the Miz is no so him eventually when my hand goes up your mouth goes shut um, punched in the face that's great um, and him basically they calling out Kofi let's do it right now if you're feeling froggy let's jump um, so then the match between Kofi and um, and and Drew is great like Drew chopping him down and Kofi collapsing and Drew just standing there being like, I don't, I didn't want to do this, but you made me do it. Like, it's just, he's so calculate. He's just weary, weary of having to be the guy to dish out your punishment. Like that's some really, really good stuff. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I really like what they're doing with, with Drew right now. Um, but uh i i guess eric's out for a while because i guess so yeah because they had ivar come out by himself attack xavier which distracts kofi kingston long enough for drew to to win uh hit the claymore on kofi and then ivar gets in to look to look at, at at um uh to come to 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 try and go after kofi and and Drew, 
who like three weeks ago wanted nothing more than to beat the absolute dog piss out of Ivar says, yeah, sure. You can have him. I don't want him. I'm done. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. Like he's like, like, like I, if the read, like he should have also then decided to fight Ivar on general principle, just because you decided to stick your nose in, in my, in my match. If he was going to be really the, the gray area guy who doesn't care who he punches as long as he gets to punch somebody. But him saying, sure, Ivar, you can do whatever you want to this guy I just laid out while he like just walks to the back without a regard for anybody. He's fully gone over to the dark side. And it'll be interesting to see what this version of heel uh, McIntyre is like. We've seen a very, very boring version of heel McIntyre in the past in the main roster. And I, I this gives me a lot of hope that it won't be. Yeah, this is forward. a lot more compelling. Yeah. Um, you know what's so great about Drew? His versatility. Mm. I feel like his physicality, we've seen him be different types of heel. We've seen him be different mm -hmm. types of faces. One mm -hmm. might say he's the Nord VPN of the WWE <laughs> roster. And Sean Rossap is here to draw those comparisons further because he's going to tell you all about how it's the most versatile and highest value VPN in the game. There is no product that we have promoted more on Fightful that I use while I'm awake than NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Uh, you guys have probably seen me anchored to my desk an awful lot for quite a while. And I've always got NordVPN on all my devices. That's because that's what NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows. You get the fastest VPN in the world on all your devices, on all your operating systems. It is so beneficial to have that versatility. Uh, here at home, I put it on my router just in case. And I put it on my phone, laptop, desktop, PC, and smart TV. That allows you to get all the benefits. The online threat protection. The ability to change your virtual location with just one click. The ability to, to use that NordPass password manager. The file encryption tool. All that good stuff on everything. Also, you can subscribe to all those overseas services I'm telling you all about. All with 24-7 tech support and a 30-day money-back guarantee on top of an already amazing deal. Protect yourself on all your devices with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Protect yourself. Mm -hmm. The same way Roddy Strong protects his neck. More veggie puns. Meet Norma says, The Impact Post Show. Anchored by Joel Pearl Onion and Water Cresta. <laughs> Water Cresta uh, is a deep cut. I like it. Um, uh, Alpha Bill says Ray Fennel and Prince Banana. Yes, it's a fruit. That's okay. I said Ryan Bananielson before. <laughs> Alpha Bill says Chris Salader. Mark. Mark. Salader. Statlander. Oh, I was thinking. I was thinking like a boy. I'm not um, looking at them. Mark. Mark Quince. Mark Quinn. Mark Very Quince. good. Okay. Matt Mallard. That's a duck pun. That is a duck um, pun. <laughs> um, R. Harris says the grape collie. <laughs> Jesse Ozog says the bulldog artichoke to acorn squash a jobber. Pieces says Kazuchka Okrada. 
That's really good. And Knocked Out Film says, No Am Parsley. Very good. Very good. Oh, I love good. me some No Am Dark. That's good. Um, Matthew Plus says, Congrats on another successful trip around the sun. And then he says something I won't repeat. So, um, Why, he was just talking about 15 pens. Yeah, 15 pens is what he said. Um, NC, NCB says hashtag SGS fa, 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 for life. Thank you for life. Um, and uh, the, 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 just more Judgment Day drama. Just, just stupid drama. Stuff. Just, just stuff. Um, and then we get uh, Finn Balor and Damian Priest defeating Kevin Owens and Sammy Owens. Um, <laughs> Michael Cole. My, I I thought because I was like, did he say? Did he say? Did he say Kevin Zane and Sammy Owens? Because I'm, I'm. No, they're that, both I, Owens. I, I would get it, they're but brothers. no, 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 no. They decided to become brothers. That was so awesome. That was so. so, so or or they got married. That's awesome too. They were That's in California. Awesome too. That's really great. Kevin Owens and Sammy Sammy Owens. Um, uh, Are but either engaged or related? We don't know. They went. They had a great match that ended with a bunch of shenanigans when Dom came out. And no then, way. And then JD McDonuts came out, and then Jay came out, and then Cody came out, and they were there was just a, a whole a whole. There were so many shenanigans. Just I'm calling shenanigans on other shenanigans. That's how many shenanigans there were, and it's it just. I just don't know. <sighs> just so much. Um, and like I've just J seen it J so JD almost cost like I was like, oh, this is the story. Finally, you're going to have something is really going to happen story. between in the judgment day. You're going to force Finn to make a choice when while trying to help. When, when while trying to help, I see it too. It's while an S tier pun. Sorry. While trying to help, JD McDonuts is going to accidentally cost them the titles, and then you're going to have Damian Priest is like, "I'm going to murder this kid," and Correct. Finn Balor is going to have to stand up for his protege, JD McDonuts, or just say, "I can't, I can't help you. I got to wash my hands of this whole thing." He, you, you force Finn Balor to make a choice. Because right now he just gets to sit on the fence and not do anything either way. And I thought, oh my God, if they actually force some real actual drama, not made up pretend high school stuff, but real drama in the Judgment Day, that would be great. But instead, no. Now it's going to be, is, is Kevin Owens going to find some way to blame Jay Uso for this? Because nothing can be done without somebody how. blaming something. He was like a sacrificial lamb out there today, though. I don't know how you blame the guy. He was I like, I'm know, here man. to get punched. Yeah, but anyway. Um, um, so the whole thing devolves into a giant brawl. And it's it's the 25th of September. And War Games is like two months from now. So we already have the teams for War Games right now. Like... I uh, this there's got to be a middle ground between like announcing your Survivor Series teams the week bef the the Saturday before during college football <laughs> on, on Twitter <laughs> and 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 like 
just broadcasting it with zero subtext. This is who the War Games teams are going to be two months in advance on Raw. Isn't it's there like some way they didn't that? even have their blue chew when they arrived so early? It's true. It's true. Jonathan Corona says, and that main event in person, though, at the arena, holy shit, we exploded, but goddamn, what a good main event. The match so, was ridiculous. The match was like, great. And so after, even after all the shenanigans, when everything looked like everything had, had gone to the point where it was, now it's just the four guys in the ring, and that's it. Everyone else has been accounted for. They're out of it. Um, Damian Priest uh, ends up in perfect position to take a Huluva kick, and Sami Zayn does, and then Sami Zayn gloats, just sits there for a while with his leg draped over the turnbuckle for a way longer than he normally does, waiting for uh, JD to come up and hit him with a tag belt, which then allows him to fall back right next to 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 Priest, who rolls over and covers him, and the ref counts the one, two, three. And I was watching this going like, wait a minute, what happened to Kevin Owens? Where the hell's Kevin Owens? What horrible casualty befell Kevin Owens that he was unable to get in the ring and break up the cover? Uh, Damian Priest lightly tossed him between the second and third rope, and he went to the floor. Like... It's like they get you gotta help out the guys when you when you're agenting the match and figure out some reason why Kevin Owens wouldn't have done something to help because that was egregious. But okay, it wasn't great, but I will say I think people underestimate how much it probably hurts to go through ropes and just fall on the floor. That seems more painful than people give it credit for. Uh, Sami Zayn is maybe the best wrestler in the world at eliciting hope. He is. He's so like, good. There were a couple of times I bit at this because there's been dissension with the Judgment Day and we've seen it so many times. I know what's happening here. But like, there were a couple moments where it had you believe for a second, which is mm-hmm. all that I ask. And most of them were because mm-hmm. Sami Zayn's just so good at his job. Um, Finn Balor's such a little machine in the ring, man. Just ridiculous. Um, a lot of some of the... When he does a coup de grace and like stands up on the I can't even fathom <laughs> like, he's, how can he's, you do that with your body that's insane he sticks the landing like Harry Strug like yeah. I just I just on don't human feel, flesh and on, organs and bones like not oh, a flat surface but he no. stands up yeah. um just crazy and and everybody else in this match is great too it just felt like mm-hmm. Finn really really stuck out today Damian Priest did great work but Sammy just he makes you believe, man. I love it. I love it so much. So um, I'm just, you know, would like to see something else at some point in the next two months. That would be neat. Yeah. Simmons says, this time last year, Sammy was starting to become a top guy that people wanted to beat Roman almost a year later. He's been pinned in the last three matches. Yeah, I will. I will say they're. The way WWE seems to tell us people are top guys is not what I know. losses. I know. So it's, I think they still view him as a top guy, which is they, a good they, thing. Dog. They, what are you doing, Doggy? Do. Go away. Um, you guys can you guys can try if you'd like, but you're not gonna beat this pun. My God. Sorry. You can keep going if you want. We'll but... take your money. 
But how are you beating Green Bean? Robert Lyles says Green Bean Okraland. Not a wasted syllable in the bunch. Green Bean Okraland. Well, let me tell you something, Green Bean. <laughs> um, oh, uh, man. And because this is something we also do over on the... Um, over on the Tuesday show, Ricardo the Firefly has put some money in the jukebox. Yes. Um, and he wants... Uh, Am I involved? No. Yes. It's Sorry, just, my throat really no. hurts today. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, William Regal. Oh, it's been a while since William Regal stopped by. See if I can find the lyrics to this myself here. Uh, um... Seems like see, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna sing myself happy birthday. Um, let's see here. There we go. This is from an episode of The Simpsons, so you will know exactly what song it is. Um, it is uh, uh, from yes, uh, from an episode of The Simpsons. This is the song "Happy Birthday, Lisa." And uh, originally as sung by Michael Jackson, literally they got him to do the voice of the character on the show, uh, and then they never credited him. Um, it's a very interesting little thing. But anyway, um, here we go. This is William Regal singing Happy Birthday, Lisa, to myself from Ricardo Firefly. Here we go. <clears throat> Lisa, it's your birthday. God bless you this day. You gave me the gift of a little sister, and I'm proud of you today. Lisa, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, Lisa. Lisa, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, Lisa. I wish you love and goodwill. I wish you peace and joy. I wish you your better than your heart desires and your first kiss from a boy. Lisa, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, Lisa. It's your birthday, Lisa. And happy birthday, Lisa. Lisa, it's your birthday. Most most of it is just saying happy birthday, Lisa. They say the thing about kissing a boy again, which seems weird, because she's eight. Well, maybe that's why they didn't want to credit Michael Jackson. Alex, I feel like we have to waste two minutes. Two minutes so it could be at my actual birthday in this yeah. time zone? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um... What do you want to? So, what do you want to talk about? So, do you have any more figures you want to show people? Oh wait, yes, I do have. One. I do have one. It's uh, it's it, I have actually three, three, three. They all came today. Um, but I already unboxed them, but I haven't unbubble wrapped this one. Well, put Brian Danielson in that. All right, there we go. Right. It's the Blackheart Champa. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, it's a Love really him. cool one. He's got he's got the like he's got Little, the, the gray in the beard and everything. Ah, uh, it's great. So good. Like, yeah, it's so cool. And then uh, I decided to pick up the Hurt Business because one of them is no longer with the company. But back when they were the Hurt Business and they were awesome together, why oh, yeah. the hell would you ever break up the Hurt Business? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Look, they broke it up again after being together for like a minute and a half, though. So that, so now it's all of them. I don't have MVP though. Should I get MVP? I should get MVP. You should just, get MVP. Just, just yeah, there you go. 
All right, we're down to seconds now until it until it goes. I know. Go. We're gonna Come watch on. it flip over. Come on. Everybody, get your. Oh! No, that's like an angel number or some shit, I'm sure, in white girl world. <laughs> no, I, I, like, it, uh, it is, it is weird being old enough that I vividly remember my own father at this age. Yeah. Because I am now old enough to, like, because, <laughs> like, in, in, in three more years... I will be as old as my father was when I graduated high school. And that will be very odd. Like yeah, that's a weird one. That like that will not I will not that will not be able to be okay with that. So <laughs> okay, here we sings go. happy birthday, Tony Storm style to Ludwig. How do what? I sing it Tony Storm style? I mean I can I sing it Tony Stratton style, but just tell you to watch for the shoe after. Yeah, I guess so. All right. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Chin up, tits out. Watch for the shoe. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> That's how it should go from now on. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. you. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. you. Chin up, tits out. out. Watch, for, watch the shoes. for the shoe. And many more shoes. <laughs> Oh wow! That oh, is great. Man. Thanks, everybody. You're um, welcome. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! We're gonna to celebrate you. proper tomorrow on the NXT post show. We you are. can join us for that at like ten fifteen <laughs> Eastern because they yeah. have an overrun over there. Yes. Um, but feel free to join us. We'll be selling Alex's celebrating Alex's birthday. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, because there's always oh, shenanigans on that show. Never mind there's birthday shenanigans. So much. So much. Uh, I hope I hope Sean uh, appreciates his extra super chats he got on the Raw show tonight because we got puns for him. We got puns for days. And now he's going to have to Green start. Green he, He's going to have to start taking puns on the regular shows because he sees how how lucrative, lucrative it is. We yeah, we're gonna we're sinking our teeth in, mm -hmm. and we're spreading. Mm -hmm, that's right. Thank like you for joining. Like, like, like a bacterial infection. We are spreading. Huh? Okay, uh, Alex, the bacterial infection of Fightful. <laughs> oh, every, every, everything sucks. I mean, not really. It's my birthday. Every day. Toodles. Keep cool, keep cool Gobble Ghouls. <laughs>